Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Hot is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Look this up. And Gator Dave will be with us in about 15-20 minutes. No Griff. Griff's on vacation. I know. I know. Bloody you taking shots at Griff. That's fair game. That's fair game. He'll be back next week. Per the conversation we were having about the disconnect we currently have with the SEC Big Ten versus basically everybody else, including the NCAA. And this is not regarding the Tennessee situation, Tennessee-Virginia attorneys general versus the NCAA, all that. This is about the future of the sport as it pertains to money and the playoffs and all that, and power. That's what we're talking about here. And uh, just to reiterate, the SEC and the Big Ten – are threatening, it's mainly the SEC doing the talking, to not participate beyond 25 in the playoffs if they don't get some criteria fixed the way they see it should be. And that involves the format of the playoffs, the 12-team playoffs, Right now it's six and six. They tried to get it moved for this next one to five and seven. Has to be unanimous vote. They didn't get it because of a Washington State vote. They're mad about that. SMU claiming and the ACC claiming that they get their six million bucks, which is playoff revenue by virtue of now being in the P five. SEC Big Ten balking over that. No, 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 no. You don't get it. And then the future distribution of the future media relationship money. That's at stake as well. But let's go back. I mentioned something. The SEC, and I don't know if this is quietly, but there's talk that they would just prefer, and why not, that everything be at large. It's not based on any automatic bursts at all. At large, I looked up just 
this past playing portion we finished up about a month ago or so. And do you realize, now I'm making an assumption, Oklahoma and Texas are in the SEC and uh, Washington and Oregon are in the Big Ten. So I'm making an assumption or two here, right? Based on that, if the playoffs were at large this last year and we had 12 teams, there would only be one team not from the SEC and the Big Ten in the playoffs. That would have been Florida State. Based on the college football playoff rankings going in, Michigan, Washington, Texas, Alabama, Florida State 5, Georgia 6, Ohio State, Oregon, Missouri, Penn State, Ole Miss, Oklahoma. There's your 12. There's your 12 right there. If the format happened to be at large, who else gets in? (laughs) Can you imagine? So let me count this up. Let's go Big Ten. Michigan is one. Washington, two. Ohio State, three. Oregon, four. Now, this is just the numbers. Penn State, five. Okay, the SEC would then, I'm guessing, have six. Texas, one. Alabama, two. Georgia, three. Missouri, four. Ole Miss, five. Oklahoma, six. So you'd have five Big Ten teams in the playoffs, six SEC teams, and then the one ACC team. That'd be Florida State. The highest-ranked Big 12 team, now, again, let's just, we're putting all these, we're, we're, we're moving the rules around a little bit, I admit. Arizona would be number 14 here in the college football playoff rankings under Jed Fish, who is now the Washington coach. But they went 9-3. and three. They'd be the highest-ranked outside of that grouping, that 12 and that'd be 14th. LSU was 13th with a 9-3 and three record. That'd be hilarious. Now, can you imagine if the future format is at large and 98% of it every year is the Big Ten and the SEC? Not only that, but hoarding up a huge chunk of a brand new media deal for the future, don't have it yet, worth a couple of billion. Right now it's worth six, seven hundred million. Worth a couple of billion. So you're talking about right now the SEC and the Big Ten futuristically are going to be getting 60, 70, 80 million uh, a team. What's it going to be when you include all the playoff futuristic money? Has anybody thought that out yet? What is that number going to be when you take the playoff money that's going to be significantly bigger than it is right now? And again, I'm not sure what the bidding starts at. But 
think of it this way. If we have four teams right now, and it's worth about six, $700 million. Let's go with $700 million. Let's go with the high number. And you're going to take the playoffs, multiply it times three. And this is kindergarten math, right? This is not exactly the way TV goes, but we're talking two-plus billion dollars. We're talking over and above what we're getting right now for the playoff media package. Instead of $700 million, several billion. And the Big Ten and the SEC is going to want to negotiate a different number, meaning that they get per team as opposed to the current deal. What's that going to look like? Yeah, what's what's that going to be like? Allen in Tampa checking in this morning. Bill, why has SECPN lawyered up in the Florida State suing the ACC lawsuit? Hope Carpetbagger Griff takes a permanent vacation to Bill. Jim and Jupiter. Bill, lost in Michigan's natty is a Yankee team won a natty. Only Ohio State has been able to do it in recent history. It's good for the sport. I, uh... I don't care who wins the natty as long as we get the truth. And Michigan went out there and grabbed the natty. It doesn't matter to me where they come from. If if somebody from Pluto comes down here and wins the natty, we'll, we'll point it out. Hey, they had the best team. Does not matter to me. Johnny Vegas says, Bill, that at-large football format sounds really boring. Billions of dollars of revenue is killing college football. Well, now, I'm just throwing this out there as an idea. I don't necessarily think that's what the outcome's going to be, but that's what the SEC would like. Now, the SEC could, could force this. I don't know if they'll go that far. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that will go this far. I told you years ago, and I've told you repeatedly, that this pipe dream about waiting for Congress and waiting for federal legislation and all that That is not one of the most 500 points that they'd like to get to when it comes to Congress. They don't give a rip about this topic. Now, maybe Tubbs does. Maybe a couple of individuals do. Congress does not. First of all, Congress doesn't even know what this is about, hardly. Congress is about spending taxpayer money and being paid off by big tech and big pharma. 
and the industrial war complex. That's what Congress is about. You think Congress gives a rip about name, image, likeness? (laughs) I could be... Think about this. You're sitting in Congress. You're a Republican or Democrat. doesn't matter. And you've got Big Pharma... You've got the war complex, and you have big techs, trillions of dollars. And they're paying you off left and right. You're worried about name, image, likeness? You're going to take time out of your day to worry about some kid's ability to make money in the name of name, image, likeness. Let's create federal laws to make this fair. You really think they're thinking about that? That topic doesn't even fall under the category of peon topics. It's so low on the total pull. Laughable. Gator Dave, as we continue, no grip. Okay, I know. Confetti party, no grip. I know. You, you told me about it. Omni Nashville Hotel. Westbound at OHB here in the Antioch area, but it's causing a little bit of rubbernecking going on, and that's just slowing down that traffic even more coming in from Murphy Spurl. Arriving here in Antioch on 24 going westbound at OHB. Traffic's really heavy now westbound on Vietnam Vets through Hendersonville, trying to work your way up towards Conference Drive. Watch for a little bit of radar in Wilson County this morning down I 40. Princess Hot Chicken has you covered for the big game coming up this Sunday. They can help you with catering. It's easy to find out information. Log on to Princess Hot Chicken. I'm Commander Chuck with your... In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash handsonlycpr and become a lifesaver today. Step through the doorway and immerse yourself in a state of total serenity. Welcome to Mokara Spa. Massage therapy, facials, body treatments, and more. Or try one of our signature services. These customizable services combine proven techniques with the latest spa supplements to help relax the body, restore the mind, and soothe the senses. Downtown now has a destination for you to do good things for yourself. A gift certificate to Mokara is the perfect present for the loved one in your life. Surprise someone with a trip to Mokara Spa. More information at 761-3600. Complimentary valet parking. 
Why not treat you and your loved one to a couple's retreat at Mokara? Call to arrange your gift certificates for Valentine's Day. Or simply take five minutes, leave your car with the valet, and stop in. Located at 255th Avenue South, inside the Omni Nashville Hotel. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I said all day yesterday on the show that you don't hand a microphone to a guy when the season's over to address the crowd if he's coming back. No, he he's not coming back. He so we can back. stop saying if he doesn't come back. But today, now you really let me reiterate, <laughs> for sure, gone. Look forward to the ceremony. You can put that to bed. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Body clock is set to college football and nothing else. It's Bill King. You're listening to The Bill King Show, the only college football radio show proven to make you smarter. Enter Dave! Checks in on Tuesdays. We're... Not that anybody really knows this. We're on the eve of the next signing period, which is always the first Wednesday in February. Dave, I know it's not a new topic, but no crescendo at all heading into tomorrow. No, Bill, not really. Um, Most of the work, um, you know, we probably – I'm still waiting on Florida to see if you know uh, you tell us Billy Napier is going to be available tomorrow or whatever. But um, right. you know, since early signing day, you know that's where you know some changes have been. I think we discussed you know a little bit last week, but you know, being able to get DeAndre Robinson out of his letter of intent from Texas, uh, now he's at Florida. You added some more uh, through the transfer portal as well as like Asa Turner to safety from Washington, uh, class of 24, Jameer Grimsley transferring already from Alabama to Florida. Um, so, you know, there's been some there's been some movement since early signing day right. uh, that we haven't gotten the Florida side on things. Uh, but in the end, um, you know, no, nothing, uh, as you said, and as, as we know, you know, went tomorrow, just not really a significant day anymore, except just uh, just the day on the calendar now uh, in the recruiting world. Florida's put together a pretty good group in the portal that's coming in. Yeah, Bill, I mean, they've gotten a ton of snaps. Uh, and you know now it's yeah you know, they, they were and, and part of this I think Bill is the you know, the nature of the beast in the transfer portal I think a lot of guys when they enter they know where they're going pretty much but you know Florida wasn't really fighting tooth and nail with some other big programs for a lot of the guys that they were bringing in here as I mentioned but they but they did hit positions of need big time especially in the defensive secondary Bill being able to get Asa Turner there from Washington. Uh, DJ Douglas uh, experience there from Tulane uh, will come to Florida. 
Um, and Chaquez Bridges, as I, as I mentioned earlier, he was one of the, the first time he's at Oregon, uh, for played a ton of snaps at corner. And now, you know, with Florida getting some other options at the safety spot, do, you know, he says he'll play safety. And that was when he committed to Florida. But does Florida maybe now move him to a nickel spot where they probably need some help to go along with a, a young player like Sharif Denson? Um, I can see Bridges maybe not playing safety. Uh, and Ace Turner, with an Ace Turner coming in, and Bridges maybe sliding to that nickel spot. But, but I mean, the, the 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 crown jewel was still Joey Slackman, the big time defensive lineman out of Penn. Uh, another position of need for the Gators up there up front, uh, and then of course Grayson Howard, who right, at, right from here in Jacksonville, Bill went to South Carolina for a year. Uh, and then ends up joining uh, a group of Jacksonville area guys from you know last year's class uh, with, with Trayon Webb and Roderick Kearney, and you know those are the guys that that led the way there, uh, and now end up with Grayson Howard uh, just a year later in that from, from that class as well. So definitely positions in need, Bill. Some upgrades, um, but I think you know time will tell if uh, if the upgrades are enough to help turn this around. Jim and Jupiter wants to know the confidence level against Miami. What weighs down the road, but nonetheless, there's the question. Bill, there's, I think, two advantages to start with when you just want a, a basic look at the game. Florida's at home, and Florida has their, their transfer quarterback coming back. Uh, of course, Cam Ward comes in from Miami. Uh, and I think they needed him. Uh, I think you know, they have some big-time questions at the quarterback spot. He does make them better. Uh, how much better, I think, is still the question. But uh, I think early on you look at that game. And, Bill, for all of Billion Acres' faults, I mean, so far <laughs> through the two years, early in the season he's gotten that big home game win. His first year, uh, that first game versus Utah, you know, last year, losing to Utah on the road, but being able to come back home just a couple of weeks later and get that big win over Tennessee. So he's been able to get that big win to start the season at home. And I think and you'll kind of look for that similar trend there uh, with, with Miami coming to town to kick off the 24 season. So um, you know, the last time these teams got together, Bill was in 19, that week zero game in Orlando. Uh, they've had a lot of recruiting battles since Billy Napier and Mario Cristobal took over. A lot of guys Florida has wanted the last couple of cycles to be on that Miami roster. So there's a lot of storylines coming in that game. And probably the most important one, Bill, is both both coaches really need this game. Both coaches really need to start this coming up season uh, with, with a win over their rival. Uh, if not, the, the, the noise is going to get louder for both coaches just after one game. Uh, so they'll have the work cut out from them to bounce back from that game. So there's a there's a lot riding on that on that week one matchup, Bill. Cam Ward, Graham Mertz, going at it, man. Yeah, I mean it should be a pretty good quarterback battle. But uh, and you know, look, Ron Roberts comes in for this Florida defense uh, to to help Austin Armstrong along. Uh, I think it's a good test to maybe even see how far this Florida defense has come uh, with, with a you know a very I mean two 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 seasons in a row now. Bill Florida's got to start out of the gates with a really tough opponent. Last year, like I said, at Utah this year uh, or two Utah two years in a row, uh, and then Miami uh, this coming up year. So Florida starting these seasons off tough, but a really good quarterback battle, I think. And it's just I think really you know interested to see how much Cam Ward uh, improves Miami. I think he will, but how fast does all that come together? Got got a really good offensive line in front of him, uh, and we'll see uh, what what that means for the Canes offense. Joe down in Boca Raton. Does Dave hear any grumblings about Strickland and his job security, meaning the AD for everybody? Um. 
Not really, Bill. I mean, it's just I, I think for what we know, I, mean, I think this year is pretty important for Billy Napier, and that means it's important for Scott Strickland. So uh, I just think we'll have to see. Uh, I, I think that that's that's where it's at on face value, Bill. I mean, that I, I think you know Billy Napier's got to have some success uh, for for Scott Strickland to continue to feel safe about his job. Uh, there's a lot going on at Florida, uh, Bill, with you know talks of a stadium renovation and uh, you know raising funds for for that, raising funds just in general. Scott Strickland's done a good job in that, but it all comes down to getting wins on the football field. So uh, not only an important year for Billy Napier, Bill, but I think an important year for Scott Strickland as well. Stephen in Hawkinsville, Georgia, asked Dave what he thinks is a realistic record for the Gators. Ooh. That's tough. It is tough, Bill. I mean, just because of a, a, a tough schedule. Um, but Florida could be a better team, Bill, and that schedule may not reflect it. Uh, that's just how, especially right. especially in November. Uh, so, I mean, it means you know, get building some equity in the first half of the season, kind of much like they did last year, uh, but being able to maybe still a win uh, or, or two in November. Um, I mean, realistic, Bill. I think you have to. I think you have to start at six and six, and then go up or down from there. Um, you know, that, that gets your bowl eligible. That's not good enough, but the schedule, uh, you know, it, it, I, with this schedule talk, Bill, I mean, right now, yes, it looks really tough. Um, and it probably will stay that way. Um, just because of, you know, what, what, what's, what's happened in, in roster building with some of these teams I've mentioned, just Miami and Cam Ward, uh, Elko going to Texas A&M, all those teams in November or, teams that were fighting for conference championships and winning Heismans and going to the college football playoff. Uh, so there, November looks like it's going to be as tough as we think it is. Um, so but I think you start at six and six. I think that's a realistic start. And then if you want to go down from there, you can't really fight against that. If you want to go up from there, maybe one game hard to fight against that as well, maybe. Uh, but uh, Bill, I, I wonder, it's hard to gauge – and to me, I think it's. Well, I think we're at this point. It's hard to gauge what, and maybe this isn't the right term, but I think it can be hard to gauge desperation. I, I think Billy Napier needs a big year three. I think everybody knows that. I mean, right. we had an episode last night, Bill, where I was talking to Gators Breakdown Plus members, and if you look at all the preseason talk right now, and you know, there's hot seat talk, and, and Billy Napier getting a grade of a D through his first two years, and Florida being ranked 13th out of, you know, 16 teams in the in, in the SEC. There's not a lot of love right now, Bill, and, and, there, and there shouldn't be uh, going through the first two years. You know, so how do you measure desperation? And, and how can that, you know, you don't, you don't divvy from your path too much. You know, you got to believe in what you're doing. Uh, but, you know, how, how much does desperation change some things for, I think, uh, a year three that needs to be big for Napier to save his job? Just to repeat, November looks like this. Georgia and Jacksonville at Texas, home to LSU and Ole Miss, and then Tallahassee, Florida State. That is absolutely – that's a playoff list, basically. <laughs> right. That's what I was saying, Bill. I mean, <laughs> November are teams that LSU win a Heisman. Georgia – in the SEC championship, fighting for a playoff spot. Texas in the playoff. Florida State in the ACC championship game, fighting for a playoff spot. Ole Miss double-digit wins and fighting for what looks to be a playoff spot just coming up here. I mean, it, it, it's brutal, Bill. Uh, and there, there's no way around it. And I mean, 
maybe Florida State, a team that maybe takes a step back from last year, but all those other teams can take a step forward uh, and, and be even harder than they were this past season. And FSU can be as well. Uh, I just think you know, that they, they do have more questions than those other teams given the talent profile that they just lost this past year. Uh, and, you know, they went undefeated. I don't think many people are expecting to have a, a repeat of Florida State, but it can still be a really good team. I mean, Bill, it's a – it, it, it's a murderer's row, and while, while those teams can get better, Florida's going to have to be leaps and bounds better uh, to, to, to get a win there in November. Let me just put this in perspective on another level. This is the best Ole Miss team on paper that I've ever seen. Period. Yeah, so- Bill, I'm trying to remember a preseason with this much Ole Miss love, and I think you're right. Um, now, you know, we get some preseason love with Manning at quarterback, but that was just because of him. Uh, you had that year when uh, Hugh Free, um, when Houston Nutt was there, and, you know, they beat some good teams. What was the Jevin Sneed team, Bill? And I think, you know, they were coming back. A lot of those players were coming back for a year, and you had those Hugh Freeze runs uh, as well. But, you know, just really – uh, just couldn't get over that next hump. You know, they weren't doing what they were doing last year. Uh, they were still winning a whole bunch of ball games, beating Alabama. But you know, I remember you know, Florida was a perfect example uh, of that. They beat Alabama one week, come to the swamp against Jim McElwain in his first year, and, and McElwain puts it on Hugh Freeze just a week later after they beat Alabama. So, um, you know, give them a little more consistency last year, and we'll see. You know, and Bill, it, it's clear they are making a run. You can see what they're doing. They're built. They're built for this coming up year through the transfer portal, uh, and you know we'll see if it pays off. But uh, you know, certainly uh, a team that, uh, given the change, coaching change at Alabama, uh, quarterback change at Ole Miss uh, or at LSU, uh, certainly a team that can be fighting for the West there. Or never mind. There's no West, West, Bill. I forgot they're all one teams this year. All (laughs) one conference. That's right. I forget that, too. Something that's kind of funny and ironic, this Tennessee-Virginia case against the NCAA temporary restraining order, all that, I was talking about it yesterday. Florida and Tennessee are enemies. Florida and Georgia are enemies. Tennessee and Alabama are enemies. Tennessee and Georgia, Tennessee, Vanderbilt – Florida, Florida State, Florida, Miami. What's interesting is they always hate each other, but in the case of this court case, they seem to be pulling together, everybody. Certainly, Bill, and I think uh, you know, Florida State's kind of already took it on the chin and you know, they, their, their punishments have been um, handed out, you know, scholarships lost and all, you know, all that stuff, you know, Florida – Probably in the same situation if it plays out that way, I would say probably similar to the FSU situation. We know about Tennessee, but yeah, I mean, given Tennessee and the and the, the lawsuit and, and what they're bringing up, it could end up helping schools like Florida who are going through a similar situation. Uh, maybe retroactively, Florida State as well, um, and just this whole crazy NIL world right now, Bill, where the NCAA just dropped it in everybody's lap and you know figure it out and we'll punish you later. That's kind of just what it. <laughs> honestly, that's exactly what it what, what it what it feels like there and um yeah what tennessee's doing right now bill publicly you know putting it out there i, I think could end up being a big boost there uh and helping these schools that are fighting this this nil battle through the ncaa but i don't think we're done hearing about what schools are being investigated and 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 the like i expect to see more so you know probably weeks and months come come along 
Uh, but I do like the way Tennessee has come out pretty pretty brash in attacking the NCAA for you know their failure on to you know implement any kind of stringent rules to go along uh, with NIL when they announced it. Maybe a minute. What is the NCAA's crux of the matter when it comes to Rashada? Um, well, I think it was, you know, the, the, of course he didn't, he, he ended up not getting that, you know, the reported $13 million. I think it was honestly Bill, just the inducement to come play football at, at Florida. You know, that, that was one rule. They probably, you know, they did put out there uh, a bit. You, this cannot be a pay for play right. model, even though everybody knew that's what it was going to be, Bill. Yeah, Pandora's box was open there and it didn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that's what was going to happen. Uh, and, and that's exactly, you know, what, what went on around the country, but that, that's, that's, that's it, Bill. I mean, it's the inducement, you know, decommit from Miami, come to Florida uh, and play football for the Gators. It's the, the, you know, using the inducement of a pay-for-play model. But it's okay to, in the portal, take a guy and promise him money to play. That's good. <laughs> right? There you go, Bill. I mean, it, it's a mess. They knew it was going to be a mess, and now they want to punish, you know, punish teams for it when everybody's doing it. But, you know, what are you, what are you going to do? Tell everybody how they can get all your info. Yeah, but everybody can get it at GatorsBreakdown.com. Follow me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. As I mentioned, a lot of a lot of preseason talk of Napier and the Gators on the, on the latest episode and um, all, all that good stuff coming up. Uh, but, yeah, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what this week holds, Bill, and uh, we'll turn the page to the 2025 recruiting class soon. Hey, Caleb Downs, we can't give you anything, but you want to come up here and play? That's the way that works, right? <laughs> okay. That's the second hour, Bill. You know that. <laughs> see you, man. <laughs> see you, Bill. All right, we'll get to break. Coming right back. Omni. Omni Nashville Hotel. By God. Good point. Still a lot of traffic trying to get up through the Antioch area. People were staring at that earlier crash on 24 westbound and OHB. Uh, it's just one of those wrecks at the wrong place, wrong time. It doesn't matter how bad or a reminder it is up through there. It's going to slow down that traffic coming in from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County towards Nashville. And it is up through Antioch right now on 24 going westbound. Starting to really load up over here by the airport as you come through Hermitage, Donaldson on I-40 there up by Donaldson Pike, continuing in from Wilson County. Prince's Hot Chicken has you covered this Sunday for the big game with catering. Check them out at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. 
Attention business owners, WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's sports radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039. 615-844-1039 or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. And now NetPaint LLC is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Please visit DAV.org and consider donating to the disabled U.S. veterans who need our help. This message is brought to you by NetPaint LLC, serving Nashville and the surrounding areas for 10 years. For all your residential, commercial, interior, and exterior painting needs, give the pros a call today at 615-608-4548. 615-608-4548. That's NetPaint LLC. They're professionals who care. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6 to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. like tackle football bill king does and you can connect with at bill is king on twitter or 615-844-5600 did you see this from tom mars his tweets have been absolutely platinum Lawyer Tom Mars, who is the Spire Group's legal counsel, but he's the one that before the freebie transfer and all that, he was getting guys transferred without sitting out for no reason. Here's a tweet from about, oh, half day or so ago. This was on Monday. Commissioner Sankey nailed it when he said the NCAA isn't focused on fixing the big problems and is distracted by things that don't justify its overzealous investigations. He goes on to say, to quote an appellate court judge I know, and here's the quote, it seems like the NCAA keeps pole vaulting over mouse excrement. End of quote. Yeah, end of quote. Also, how about this? And this is a story in an article by something called Arkansas Business 
on Monday. Tom Mars has, and he's from Rogers, Arkansas, earned a national reputation representing college athletes and coaches and lawsuits against the NCAA. And in one instance, the University of Arkansas. Mars' victories over the NCAA started by getting football players' immediate eligibility to play after transferring. He represented a Houston Nutt in a defamation suit against Ole Miss and Brett Bielema in a suit against Arkansas. His latest client was former Michigan football coach Jim Harbaugh in a contentious case in which the NCAA accused the school of stealing opponents' play signs. Harbaugh served a three-game suspension, then coached the Wolverines to the national championship before taking a job with the NFL's Los Angeles Clippers. Along the way, the outspoken Mars became apparently irritated. And it said he really got to those folks in the NCAA. And here's a couple of stories. Quote, the NCAA, and this is from Mars. Yeah, this is, this is from Mars. During one of his situations versus the NCAA, because the NCAA demanded access to my AT&T phone call log on all calls I made on this business phone, that I practice law with, and all the text messages I sent to people and then threatened to sanction my client, a coach, if I didn't provide access to that information. I'm assuming he's talking about uh, Harbaugh. Again, NCAA demanded access to all his phone calls and texts, AT&T, and said that if you don't provide this, which they have no legal right to get that, per se, from what I understand, that, okay, we'll just go ahead and sanction your guy. We'll punish your guy. He said, I replied, no. I also said twice in writing, if you proceed one step further with this, I'm going to sue you in the circuit court of Benton County, Arkansas, and you can come down to Benton County, which is a lovely place, and explain it to one of the circuit judges. At that point, both times the NCAA backed off and abandoned their efforts to get my phone records. Goes on to read, that's not the only time that he tangled With the NCAA, they actually, he says, sent me a letter in one case. If you say anything else nasty about the NCAA on Twitter, we will impose sanctions against you, including the immediate suspension of your client. Quote, I have been a fierce, outspoken critic of the NCAA for a good reason. I have no intention of letting them stop me. If you're wondering... If it stopped me, no. Again, he was told by the NCAA, don't tweet any other mean things or we are going to suspend your client. How about that? And, of course, he told them, where there's a certain anatomical spot on your body where you can place that threat. 
That's hilarious. That is. Wow. That's where we're at, y'all. The NCAA. And I, I look, when, when Dan Beebe, and this is before he got the Big 12 commissioner job and before he got fired right after the Texas OU summer of 2010 scare, he was living here. But before that, he was an investigative uh, member of the NCAA. And I had lunch with him a couple of occasions, and we talked about cases like the Kentucky basketball case of the late 1980s, speaking of Arkansas, Eddie Sutton, who was left Arkansas to take the Kentucky job. That blew up. And he was talking about, man, I wish I had all the ability that uh, the FBI has and all that. These guys are absolute wolves. Absolute wolves, man. They think, I mean, they literally think they're the FBI. All right, we'll get a break. Interesting read, though. Threatening Tom Mars. That's not the guy you want to be threatening. Good morning. Still a lot of traffic volume trying to get past an earlier crash. It slowed it down out there in Antioch on 24 westbound at Old Hickory Boulevard. Again, it's already heavy enough coming in from Murfreesboro or Rutherford County in that area. 7200 block of Smoky Hill Road that's in Antioch. That wreck did have some injuries. Traffic's busy now on 65 south coming down through Millersville through that section of Sumner County. Heavy through Hendersonville westbound on Vietnam Vets from uh, Conference Drive all the way up to the interstate trying to get on there to 65 going southbound. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken's got you covered for the big game coming up this weekend check it out online for more information at princesshotchicken.com i'm commander chuck with your on-time traffic you enjoy the thrill of gambling but what happens when it becomes a problem whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether the gambling clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades we're here to help not to judge the Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi, Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. 
It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Bogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. Bill King doesn't need a countdown clock because he already knows when football season starts. Joe down in Boca, Boca Raton. So what Dave was saying, Bill, is that we can watch our Gators get pummeled by anybody in comfortable seats while eating better food. Perfect. Hashtag Strickland, gotta go, Bill. Jim and Jupiter. Bill, Gators hoping for six and six. Beautiful times. Let me just go back to November. Cocktail party against Georgia. Jacksonville. Then you go to Austin, Texas. Then you come home, but you come home to LSU and Ole Miss. Then you play in Tallahassee. That is literally a playoff bracket. Your November is a playoff bracket game after game. That's what you're doing. That's brutal. That is absolutely brutal. Jim Buck 2. Right here in the 615. Says, Bill, I feel the Florida situation with Rashada and Tennessee with Nico were both instances where the money went public beforehand. Is that what ticks off the NCAA? Probably part of it, yeah. Because the Rashada, think about the numbers that were floated. For Rashad, it was $13 million. For Nico, it was $8 million. Now, that was done by agents to, again, create a perception of the marketplace, which is not accurate. Now, again, those numbers might be accurate, but it was done as a bigger picture moment to create this crazy money environment. Now, there's money flowing, and there are dudes that are getting very good money, but it's not as abundant as they want you to think, thus floating the high-dollar numbers 
And you know what? I don't necessarily blame them. I don't trust it, but I don't I don't blame them. Jim and Jupiter. I th- is it okay for me to say this? He says, Bill, the NCA is getting bent over. Well, I think as long as we don't describe anything, I think we're safe there. <laughs> uh, they are. The NCA is in a tough spot because they don't have hardly any allies. And they certainly do not have allies with the power structure. The power structure is officially, and really not new, but in case you didn't realize it, the power base, the power structure of college sports, meaning the SEC and the Big Ten, have more power than the NCAA. Let me also repeat, the SEC does not want to see the NCAA go away. That might be what has to happen, but that's not what they want. If I were a betting man right now, I would bet you that the NCAA is not going away. Do you really want to run the NCAA basketball tournament on your own? I mean, you could, but no, I don't think that's going to happen. That's something they do well. I think the NCAA will lose and is losing significant power, but I don't think as just a simple entity, they're going away. Don't think that's happening. Is it possible it could get to that point? Yes, but I would handicap it as not happening as of right now. As of right now. Ags and Strohs on the gorgeous Texas Gulf Coast. Says, Bill, I know, no list radio, but I thought this was interesting. Gig them. Most wins last 50 seasons. That's from 1974 to now. Are you ready? Yeah, are you ready? Ohio State is number one. Think about it. Ohio State has been a very consistent program. When was the last bad Ohio State team? 2011, they don't have many bad teams, right? They don't have many significant dips. And that was coming off the Terrell Pryor, Tattoo Gate, Sweater Vest. It was a colossal mess. Luke Fickle was taken over, who turned out to be a really good coach. But that was just a... One season where everything was just going to be kind of miserable. Ohio State, number one. Last 50 years in W's with 477. That's the number of wins. Oklahoma's next. Oklahoma, now they hit a period after Switzer with coaches that didn't work out. They had uh, Snellenberger in there. They had uh, Coach John Blake. Oh, who's the coach that immediately uh, came in after Switzer? I'm looking at his face. I I forget. They had three coaches before they got to Stoops in 99 that didn't do real well. That did not do real well. 
But Oklahoma number two at 470. Alabama next, 464. Alabama's had a bunch of knucklehead moments last 50 years. And some phenomenal all-time moments. You can talk about the end of Bear Bryant in 78-79. You can talk about all Nicky did, which is the best ever. Or you can talk about the flop from Mop. Or Mike Price. Or Bambi, when they hired Bambi. Because he had a really good last name. They're third on that list. Georgia's fourth. That's a little higher up than I thought Georgia would be. Now, this is the last 50 years. Last 50 years. Georgia's fourth. 454. Michigan is fifth. Nebraska is sixth. Now, if you stop that in 1997 or even in 01, Nebraska would be up higher, but too many horrible hires there. Lots of them. All right, we'll get the break. Hour three coming up, Tuesday edition. I'm Nancy.